Hello, hello. My name is Diana Sanchez, and I am interviewing from New York, New York. Um, this is a, a oral history uh, where I'm interviewing um, my sister, my sister named Joanna Sanchez, where um, she's going to talk about, about her experience in higher education. So this podcast is uh, for the purpose of experiencing public history at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City, Utah. So uh, my sister is going to talk about her experience as a teacher, a mentor, and a coach in higher education in presently in 2020 in higher education. So um, the first question that I have for you is why did you decide to pursue a career in education? So hi, good afternoon. My name is Joanna Sanchez, as I've been introduced. So uh, why did I decide to pursue a career in higher education? It's because I actually thought there wasn't enough minorities in the higher education system. I was the only, especially in physical education, there's only male and really white Caucasian males. So I decided to since that's an inferior area, I wanted to pursue physical education and health as a minority woman. When you say inferior, what do you mean as an inferior area? When I say inferior, I mean that there's not enough women in the field of physical education. It's really dominated by males. So you say that there's not a lot of representation of women in as a gym teacher. Well, it's not a gym teacher. Gym, gym is the location. The subject is physical education. So there's not a lot of women represented in physical education in the elementary school education? Well, in general, from K through 12. Currently, I'm at the high school level, and definitely at the high school level, there's not a Hispanic female physical education teacher and also health teacher. So there's, there's, I agree with you that there's a lack of Hispanic teachers as um, physical education in the higher education. So you kind of just saw this um, this discrepancy where there wasn't women representative in physical education, and you wanted to kind of tap into that set, which is you're right. It's very minority. There's not a lot of. I, I think that there's not a lot of. Um, Physical education is something that's generally excluded in general. So I think that it is a small niche. So that's, that's I think that's interesting how you were able to decide, how you were able to develop that interest. Um, so can you talk about how you identify yourself racially first and then ethnically or ethnically first or and racially, racially later or however you prefer? How do you, how do you, do you identify yourself? I identify myself as an Afro-Latina. Um, primarily, I'm from Dominica. Well, my family is from Dominican Republic, and I was born here. However, there is a lot of uh, differentiation of colorism in Dominican Republic, especially between the Haitians and Dominicans. And a lot of Dominicans don't consider themselves African American because they try to be more on the Caucasian side. So I try to bridge the two because I feel like we. I'm the representation of a Dominican color woman mother. And also I feel like I represent that 
African-American roots through slavery, so I represent myself as an Afro-Latina. Okay, so you say that there's, um, racially, there's two parts to your identity. There's the Afro-Latina, there's the Afro part that you say that identifies you with the African-American struggle here in the United States, and then the Latina part, which you identify as roots in the Dominican Republic. Absolutely. So racially, how do you characterize yourself? Racially, I would say I'm African-American when uh, it comes to, uh, like if it's checking in a box, I'm African-American, but I believe in general, I'm a mix of so many different cultures. There is just not one culture, but however, um, I predominantly represent the African American and Latin culture. So you, when there's a box, you you, you identify yourself with African American. So, um, what is there a specific part of the African American history that you starts particularly to who you are that you most could relate to in twenty twenty? Yes, um, particularly I represent the struggles that African-Americans go through. And the reason I say that is because right now, currently, African-Americans are facing, in terms of job market, although I specifically say colorism, like the, the color, there's the color issue, there's the inferior issue that I represent. I know in the higher education, when I was going through college, I struggle with the uh, math and science because uh, I wasn't well equipped. That's a struggle in the uh, African American culture. I and mean, the reason is obviously poverty. So I identify myself in all those issues. Um, can you recall a time where a student left you both a good impression and a bad impression? Um, why can we call a time when uh, when I alter student thinking actually? And that time was when I was teaching physical education, a female student came up to me, a senior, a random senior, and said that there's no option for me that she was going to join the military. And she didn't quite understand what was the military, what entitles being part of the military. She just said, well, I want to join the military because my parents cannot afford college. I want to join the military because I could be a homeowner. The possibility of being a homeowner is there in the military. However, she didn't understand that in the military, that everything that entails of the military. So I told her, well, I want you to do research on exactly what is the military and also look up the, there's a story of Lavina Johnson that I told her to go look up and see what entails to be a female in the military, and especially a color female in the military. And she came back and after she heard the story of Lavina Johnson, how she was killed by her own combat people because she was African-American and how the military itself tried to cover that up. And that's very prevalent in military with females that they have no power. They tend to be uh, murder rape within their own combat and group. So when she came back, she said, well, what are my options? And I came back and I explained to her how I also came from a community college and I was able to go through school and not have any debt and come out very successful in showing her the alternative. 
I think that that's an excellent story. I think that that qualifies as a very good impression. You're right how students of color join organ large organizations without any representation and their murder and their abuse get easily covered up and hidden. So I think that that's a really good impression of how she asks you a really good question, especially about the military when people, minorities try to join bigger organizations, especially like a, a combating unit. And you see how people find a reason to live for and they try to even kill that about a color person like she, so I think that, that was a very good impression that she actually, that she actually, a good impression and I think that's an excellent story. Um, would you say that's a good impression or was that a bad impression? It was a good impression. I mean, I, I felt happy that she actually was comfortable enough to ask me that question. And I felt confident in all the resources that I have to answer that question and also make her think outside the box as well. But it's just not that narrow thinking of the military and everything good happens. There's a lot of other studies of the military that doesn't get shown in the pamphlet and in the recruitment process when these military people come through a high school trying to recruit high school students. So I think that's a very, very excellent point. Um, if you can study something else, what would you pursue and why? Well, I if I could study something else, well, in my background I studied finance and I just realized that wasn't for me. And the reason I, why I thought that wasn't for me is because I didn't, I couldn't identify what the same goals that they were trying to reach is making more people of power even more richer. And that to me wasn't who I was. So that's why I switched to the education system. And, and if I could do anything all over again, I'll continue the education system for more education So, I mean, so you say that uh, you, you started out with finance and you didn't see how your contribution was to make these corporations richer. Um, are you, so that's why you decided to work for higher education. And when you say that for higher education, your purpose is to get students to ask questions. Like you're right, like there's a lot of misconceptions about the military that people don't know. And it's good to have teachers that shed lights on, on things that people don't fully know the answers to. Um, can you just tell us again where you graduated from? And suppose it's out. Sure. I graduated from the City College of New York, Acuity. Uh, I majored in business administration. I graduated magnum cum laude. And I went on to pursue my master's in education, a master's of science in education from Brooklyn College, where I graduated also magnum cum laude. Thank you. Thank you.